Hey beautiful, you are listening to the Girl I Needed podcast and here we bring you the raw truth about what it's like to be a single Christian girl trying to do life God's way. My name is Dejanelle and here we get real, we get vulnerable, we speak and seek truth with the word of God as our source. I am so glad you are here. Let's get into this. Hello, 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 my sweet friends. Hi, my name is Dejanelle and you are listening to the Girl I Needed podcast and I am your host and I am so excited to be here. It has been a hot minute. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I've just been going through weird things. Not weird things as in weird, weird, weird things, but just weird things as in different. I think things that are causing me to grow and stretch and do all the things, but life update. Hurt my back. I don't know how I did that, but I'm still healing from that. Like I still kind of feel it. So I hurt my back, so I'm just working through that and just working through all these different things. So I was like, man, if I'm running on empty, I'm not going to go out there and try and figure out what to say. But I've still been reading my Bible and there's things that have been popping up that I really, really, really wanted to share with you guys as they came to me. I just was like, mm, share it later. And I know I told y'all, no more excuses. But child, y'all have to bear with me. Y'all gotta just have to bear with me. But the good thing is we're all friends here and we're not judging. We're just all excited when there is a podcast. Um, especially because I think a lot of y'all don't listen to them every week anyway. Y'all just listen to them like when y'all can, which is awesome. And I love that so much. So it kind of was the pressure off of me. I think it only when y'all caught when y'all catch up, y'all are like, hey, where are the rest? And I'm like, oh, yeah, about that. I'll, I'll be back. Trust me, I will be back because I know I love it. You know, sometimes you're like, man, I don't think I'll ever do that again. But I'm not in that season. I could still feel like this is a part of my story. This is a part of who I'm, I currently am because I like it so much. And like I say, I think about it all the time. Like when I am studying my word, I'm like, ooh, that'd be something good to talk about. That'd be, that's something I want to share with the girls. But um, I think sometimes it's just like, <laughs> press play. Like, sorry, yeah, press start and just re- start recording, which I'm doing right, right, right now. Because so this morning I woke up and the song that was on my heart was, um, the song says, God's not done writing your story. That's a, it's a good song too. And it just talks about how things might be going wrong. Things I'm going to probably like put the actual title, title in the show notes, but it's by Torin Wells. Um, and am I just, it's just talking about how things might not be going our way. But at the end of the day, God's not done with our story. And I was like, that's interesting that that song popped into my head first thing. And guys, let me be honest with y'all about how the enemy works since I'm an honest woman. Right after that, I was like, man, that's good that that's in my head this morning. Woo! Right then and then, out of left field, the devil dropped Halo by Beyonce. And I was like, what? Like, Halo by... What? Absolutely. What's going on? And I think that was because he wanted me to stop thinking about how impactful that song was, especially since I was coming to read what I just read this morning. Um, So listen, the enemy, but he can't read our minds. Anyway, long story short, that came out of left field and I said, what? Because I don't even listen to Beyonce. And that's why, this is another story for another day, but that's why we have to protect our gates. I realized later in life, I don't want to listen to Beyonce. Um, but it's like that song is still in my spirit, in my head, in my mind, or not in my spirit, but you know what I mean? In my mind, 
years later and I have had to have stopped listening to Beyonce from like I was a teenager isn't that crazy um so anyway that's not a part of the topic but if someone needs the hair protect your gates okay don't listen to something that you know you shouldn't be listening to right now because in years 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 to come it's still gonna be in there put in good things put in good things put in good things that's not the topic just thought I'd say that because I just ran into that but the topic for the day is God's not done writing your story and we will not be long here. We will not be here long at all. Trust me, girlfriend, at all. Unless I start to rant, but I don't think so. But today's reading took me through Matthew um, 1 and I've read this many times before and that's why you have to read the word of God over and over and over and over again because the thing is, when I flipped to Matthew, literally in my mind, I knew I would get something new from it, but I was like, I'll get something new from it because this is the word of God. You always get something new. But I just read Matthew like, man, I want to say, I just read Matthew. I want to say about like maybe three, four months ago. So I was like, I just read Matthew this year. I'm like, man, okay, let me read it. You know what I mean? Let me, let me read it because that's what I was taking to this morning. But as soon as I opened, first thing. Like it told about from Abraham to David. And I, like I said, I was just reading, reading, reading. And I was like, man, this kind of goes with that song I was thinking about this morning. So I just want to put two and two together and tell y'all like why I think that. And what's interesting about this too, you guys, is how the the word of God is sharper than, it's, it's alive and sharper than two, um, any two-edged sword because it really gets you when you need it most. And you might be like, man, there is talking about, this is talking about the genealogy of um of Jesus. And normally I'll just be reading this like read, 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 read. Cool, 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 cool. But today I was like, man, these people were they have a story. And God wasn't done with them. When the world may have been finished with them, God was not done using them. Even in their death. God is still using them. He still used them because he used them through who their children, their, um, their, their, their people that like came after them, their generations. And I'm just like, man, we have to remember that our stories are written by God already. And no matter what we've done in the past, or who we think we are, if we think we're any less than anybody, or God can't use me, or I'm just a this, or I'll never be that great. No, okay? Some of us, I can't sing for lick. I'm sorry to tell you, but you will never see me on the stage singing. You know what I mean? That's not my calling. I love to talk. Obviously, here I am. So we have to remember that Oh, just because I can't sing as good as Emma Kate, and I'm using her because that's my friend. I hope she's okay with me putting a singer name on this podcast. But just because I can't sing as good as Emma Kate, that doesn't mean that God's not using me. He's using me in another platform. Just because I don't have a, a podcast and I talk like Dejanel, God's not using you. He's using you in children's ministry to touch the lives of children. But just because oh, I'm not this, or oh, I've done that, or oh, this is my sin that enwraps me, like I can't get out of it. God's not done using me, okay? The way I want to say, so I want to take this from two approaches. Sorry, three. Number one, it doesn't matter what your sin is that entraps you, or who you are, or what people label you as. God's not done writing your story. It doesn't matter 
who you are or what you're going through right now or what people label you as. I've said that already, but she was kind of labeled as, you know, nothing more. God's not done writing your story. And the third one I want to leave you with is, it doesn't matter your mistake. God's not done writing your story. So it doesn't matter the sin that entraps you. Rahab, like I said, I'm going through the, the near to Jesus. So please head to Matthew 1 right now. Open it. Let you flip there. Flipped. Um, Rahab is, was so Boaz fathered, sorry, Solomon fathered Boaz by Rahab. So Rahab is in the lineage of Jesus. And the reason I say that is like it doesn't matter your sin that it like that entraps you or that encompasses you or you feel like you can't get out. Rahab was a prostitute. And that's why I say it doesn't matter what people lay as, label you as. Okay, she was you know, prostitute. So and God didn't say ew Rahab. No. When she was when she repented of her sin, and she showed up, and just for, if you're not aware, man, I, I promise y'all this wouldn't be long, but I, some of us may not know the story of Rahab, so I'll just summarize it for us. Rahab was a prostitute who lived in Sodom and Gomorrah, and two spies came in. She hid them, and when they were on their way, she said, please remember me and my family, please. And because she, like, was for God's people, they was like, we can remember you, don't worry. And they saved her. She got out of there. The city crumbled. Yes, it did. God destroyed it. And guess what? Not only did God save her from that, he didn't save her, bring out the city and say, okay, bad girl, good luck. Like I did, I held up my end of the deal. God is so good and gracious. Oh my gosh. When can we get this through our, our skills? He's so good, merciful, and he gives generously. I'm on a rant right now, but it's good rant. But the thing is, Rahab, he didn't like pull out, because you know, like he could just like keep up his end of the deal and be like, all right, I got you to the city. Bad girl. No. He was like, I have more for you. I'm going to let you be in the lineage of the king of kings. My son sent to redeem the entire world. He is pure. He is good. He is just. He is perfect. So just because you feel tainted doesn't mean that Jesus cannot redeem you. Like, man, oh man, oh man. So that's number one, Rahab. Number two, we have my girl, Ruth. And the thing is, like I said, for this one, I said, God's not done with you no matter your situation. Ruth has been bad, all right? And number two, let, let me, anyway, let me, let me focus. Ruth has been died. Take out the game. Well, not take out the game, but in her mind, taking out the game because when you were a woman back in that day and you don't got no husband, you are out of the game. You don't got no husband without, oh, out of the game, right? And first of all, let me pause. If you're a single woman listening to this right now, let's give God praise. Because nobody looks at single women right now and say, whoa, you single? Taking out of the game. Uh uh uh. They're like, man, single, okay, cool. Like, you know, some people are like, oh, when are you getting married? But at the same time, we can hold our own. We don't need the church to take care of us. You know what I mean? Like, God has allowed us to come a long way as women for us to stand up for ourselves and peace blessed us and we can take care of ourselves on our own. We can go to colleges and get jobs on our own and we can really live a life fully devoted for him without having to worry to get, like we don't have to feel forced to get married. You realize back in the day, like women had to feel forced to get married. Like they really had to, because it was like, man, if I don't get married, like if my father dies or 
What will I do? What will I do? What will I do? You just keep living now. You literally just keep living. You know? So let's give God praise for that. Because as a single woman who has no... What the, the pardon prejudice says? Um, no conquest. Whatever the woman is saying. I'm, I'm one of them. So I just want to say, God, I thank you for allowing me to live in, in a generation of where we can get to be single and not have to worry about, man, if something happened right now, I'm on my own, I'm on my own, I'm on my own, I'm on my own. You know? Okay. Back to the plot. So, Ruth. So she was taken out of the game. Whoa, Moabite. And she was a Moabite woman. So now, okay, Ruth and her loyalty was loyal to Naomi. And she said, okay, Naomi, where you go, I'll go. Where you stay, I'll stay. Where you move, I'll move. I will follow. Your God will be my God. Come on, Ruth. Come on. Loyalty to the tape. So now, the situation that I talked about. Her husband is gone. And not only is she Poe, but she is not even working in the normal field. She is working in the behind the normal field, picking up the scraps. Okay? So not only am I now a widowed, but I am a Poe. And I'm picking up the scraps. Like, it's just, man, I am, I am low. Like, I am low. I'm in a situation right now. But God looked at Ruth. And God didn't see her situation. God didn't see her for, oh, she's picking up the scraps. Oh, she's, oh, her husband has died. She's out of the game. No, 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 no. He saw his daughter, Ruth, who he knew he was going to take care of. Or he knew he would always take care of. He saw her loyalty to Naomi. He saw her, her, her willingness to leave her people behind, her bravery, her courage to leave her people behind and serve a God that was unknown to her, to, to be and live amongst the people that was unknown to her, but also her dedication to work. Um, but all of that, it goes to say, is whereas the world may have looked at her immediately and been like, oh, that's the widow who picks up the scraps. God was like, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That's my daughter Ruth, and she is going, and I'm going to restore her Give her a brand new husband. Give her so many sons. Well, I don't know if it's so many sons, so don't quote me on that. But give her sons. And she is going to serve in the lineage of my perfect son that has come to redeem the earth. So I just want you to sit with that to know that sometimes we go through bad things. Because like I said, when her husband passed away, she probably was like, it's over for me. Like, you know, it was like, God's plan is over for me. Like, it's done. I'm finished. It's the end. But no. God was just getting started. So just because things not going your way, your story is still written. Okay? And I, 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 I realize I have to say stop. I have to stop saying still being written. Because no, your story is written. When he decided that Deschanel or whatever your name was, insert your name here, should be in this world. He knew exactly how it would go. And he said, like, this is her end. Like, he wrote it from beginning to end. And then he brought me into this, like, beginning to end. Your story is written. It's written and it is good. It is so very good. Bad things may happen. But guess what? Therefore, the good of his kingdom and the good of you. Because all things work together for the good of them. Who love the Lord and I know you love God I know you do and I know I know I know I know I know he loves you because God is love it's who he is 
okay? It's not like us, like, oh, I'm a human and I love, like, no. God is love. So I hope you remember that today. The last thing I want to leave you with is God, God is writing your story still even after you've made a mistake. King David, love him, relate to him. He was very dramatic. I love reading about everything King David said, but I love reading his story. And his mistake was Charlie saw a beautiful woman. He saw Uriah's wife. He got himself in a little pickle because he slept with that man's wife. And then his wife got pregnant. And then he was like, not only did he stop there with that mistake, he went a little further. He said, now I must kill him. No, now I must try to bring him home to seat. And then when Uriah said, no, I ain't coming home. I'm a loyal soldier. He was like, now I must have him killed. So David, I bet he didn't have him. He didn't kill him himself, but he had an orchestrator. So David now um, did, did a little, 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 not me, um, trying to cut sugarcoat David saying, he adult, did adultery with somebody's um, wife. And then he, um, what's it called? Then he like orchestrated this man's death. Like, oh my gosh. So it's like, whoo, what a mistake. I'm sure he's out of the game now. Like all of us probably reading that story was like, David, David's out of the game. Ooh, he's out. Because as human beings, we have to say, get out of the game. You, you are out. You're finished. You're done. You're done. Your story here ends right here. Fired. Gone. Still, God looked to David and he saw his son. And he said to him, no, no, he didn't say to him, sorry. But out of all of that, the mistake, um, Uriah, sorry, 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 sorry. David, King David, married Uriah's wife. And out of that, I think they had other kids. And yeah, because the baby, that baby passed away. That, that baby passed away. Um, and they had Solomon, who was again in the lineage of Jesus. So all of them were in the lineage of Jesus from that mistake. Um, not from that mistake, but you, you understand what I'm saying. So God doesn't look at our mistakes and say, you're out of the game. His story's still, story still there. Keep going, keep going forward. Like, you know, you have time to go back to the Father and fix it. Also, he's sovereign. He knows exactly probably what you, he, you know, probably, he knows exactly what you would have done. He was like, yeah, she could do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw this coming. She's too emotional. But she's not. He doesn't say that, but he was like, she's an emotional one. And you know you're an emotional one. He was like, yeah, that's probably how she, oh, man, that's what she's going to do. So, yeah, this is the story. So, your story is written. It's written. And like I said before, it is good. So, I just want you to know, I just want you to really understand that who you are, your mistakes, your sin, doesn't define you. What people label you as? So if your sin, so if you like have a sinful life or you have a label like Rahab, doesn't define you. Your story is still good. Your story can still be good if you walk into obedience. Your, um, if you're like Ruth and something bad happens, something terrible happens, or people labeling you and you're like, oh, widow, mm-mm. Not still, still in the game, sister. Still in the game. Story is still good. And last but not least, if you make a mistake, you are still in the good, you are still in the game. Your story is still good, and God's still writing your story, or He's written your story. But at the end of the day, His hand, however you want to word it, however you need to see it in your mind or believe it, 
to say like, okay, God's still writing my story or God has written my story and it's good and the end is expected. I just have to live it out however you want to see it, need to see it. Close your eyes, believe it, dream it. But what I'm saying is God's hand is over your life and you just have to keep coming back to the Father and keep seeking his forgiveness and keep keep going back to him and say, God, I'm a sinful creature. I'm doing this, but Lord, life is hard. But if you're taking it to him, you're at the best place to be in your story. At the feet of Jesus is the best place to be in your story. It begins your story. It should be the constant in your story, the middle of your story, the end of your story. At the feet of Jesus was where I took everything, the labels, the mistakes, the situation. And I laid them at his feet. And I said, God, I don't know how to fix this. I, don't, I can't make this better, but I know you can. And I want to thank you for that. So, girlfriend, I just want to say you are so loved. I want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode, so I hope it made sense. Um, I really do. But I need to go on my morning walk now. Life is great. You're beautiful. You are so beautiful, so loved. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Have the best week. See you when I see ya. Bye.